Welcome to another bonus episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Elio Canella, alongside the man that's always piercing barriers, Ben Pierce. Ben, how's it going? I'm good, man. I've had a uh, semi-normal week, um, so it's kind of nice. And, um, you know, we have the uh, we have the pay-per-view coming out tomorrow, which both of us are getting. Mm-hmm. Hence why we decided to... Uh, Pump out a, a bonus episode um, dedicated to Double or Nothing. And yes. then on, sun, on, tonight, su- tonight on Sunday... A, sorry, tonight will be a shorter episode. Yes, we we should be able to get this done, uh, I would I would say, under 50 minutes. But um, then in, in addition to uh, in addition to the pay-per-view, I'm also getting crabs on Sunday um, because of uh, Memorial Day. And uh, being that being that I live in you know that sounded. Did you hear what you just said? Well, yes, but uh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> but, I'm but, sorry, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just have to mess with my co-host. It's a tradition here that I started. Well, well absolutely, I, mean, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> However, um, just just for. Uh, Clarification of the of the viewers, I do I do live in Maryland and Maryland is is known for its seafood. So no, oh, yeah. So we so, so you you having crab on Sunday? Yeah. So when I say it, it sounds perfectly normal based based on where I'm from, but some someone like Elio who's in in Canada, when some when somebody says I'm having crabs, it probably sounds a little uh, strange. Why? Oh, yeah, because so, uh, we, we don't have crabs here. We have lobster. I don't, I don't know if I've ever had lobster or not. I know I haven't had lobster ever. Never, ever, 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 ever. Um, and was that because of your uh, yeah. diet restrictions? Yeah, but now I don't know if I really want to try it. So it doesn't, I don't know. It just doesn't look like something I want to try. Well, I'll tell you what. Before you try lobster, you have to try shrimp. It's okay. um, and and I actually like shrimp. It's kind of a law considering I'm a Maryland boy, but uh. Like uh, like I said, we take our our um, seafood seriously. There's actually there's actually a saying uh, that was coined in, in a movie, uh, The Wedding Crashers. I don't know if you've seen that, but um, yeah, it's Ron and Owen Wilson. Yes, uh, crab cakes and football. That's what Marilyn does. Well, but they're they're right. That's exactly what we do. So understandable but uh with uh, but now that the playful banter is complete yes we um we're going to cover um the go home show to uh double or nothing and uh get the card set up for you and offer our uh predictions for yes, the sir. pay-per-view this 
this week. And um, I just hit the um, order button before we came on the before we came on the air. Uh, and I'll tell you what. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it because it's it's AEW's biggest show of the year, and I'm, I'm kind of in the mood to to watch a pay per view. You know. Let me ask. When you order, uh, where did you order it on? Um. Oh, Xfinity, and it's um. It's fifty nine ninety nine, which which is a little. I think it's a little steep for this particular show. Better be a good pay per view. Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it better be good. Um, but uh, yeah, because I I haven't ordered a pay per view in a long time because I you know I, of course I have the network so it's covered and that yeah it's the tracing. Um, so it it better be damn good, but um, you know I just um, I was a little bit dubious. I was going back and forth um, whether or not to order just based on the on price tag and the coronavirus pandemic. But I figured you know what the hell I'll have fun. It's a it's an early um, birthday present, and um, we'll have fun. So with that being said, let's jump into. Uh, well, actually, before uh, that, uh, like aside from the network, uh, like uh, the way no. I see it, my pay per views, um, especially in JPW, it's not, it's not like easy to like access here. Well, it is because it's on Fight TV, but like uh, if it, if it weren't to sit on Fight TV, I, we uh, like I have uh, another way of like getting all those shows, like the obscure ones that we can't find. Oh, uh, is that that website you? Get? Yes, sir. So yeah, I uh, I was actually I was actually looking at that the other day, um, and uh, they have a lot of stuff on there, don't they? Yeah, they, they have yeah. a lot. They have a lot of good stuff on there. So when I, I when I when I, I saw that the it. first time, I'm like, oh, I've died and gone to heaven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's how I felt, and then um, you know, the only other time I can remember having that feeling was uh, um. In uh, June 2014, that's when I uh, subscribed to the network, and I, the first time I looked around and and really saw what was on there, I'm like, "Holy fuck, this is cool!" Thanks, <laughs> mom. Yep. So yeah. All right, so let's uh, get into this AEW. Okay, so um. So you want to do the the go home show and then we'll both do the pay per view. Absolutely, and and because it was the go home show, I'm gonna I'm gonna um cover on I'm gonna touch on uh, several things, not just the highs and lows, not the whole show, but I just you want to cover a few things. Um, okay. so. So the the first match of the evening. Let me let me get the link. Oh, there we go. Okay. So we had uh, John Moxley versus Ten. Of course. Oh, for crying out loud! But before we before we get into that, the the show started with um with uh, the inner circle lip uh, limo pulling up, and um. And Alex Mar- Marvez went to um, went to interview uh, Jericho, and he was like, "Shut your ass up!" <laughs> I, just, I, 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 I like these beginnings they've been having. Like it's so like it's so nostalgic, kind of like WCW WWE of uh, like 96, 95, 96, and like around the 
late 90s, mid to late I mean, 90s. Well, yeah, and actually that's exactly what I thought of when I saw yeah. the limo pull up, uh, especially with it being on TNT. Because um, a lot of um, a lot of AEW's production elements remind me of WCW mm-hmm. um, from back in those times. But um, so John Moxley versus Ten, it, it was a, it was an okay match. Um, but I just, um, it, it, I mean, it's so predictable because you know that that Mox isn't gonna lose going into. Uh, yeah, but then yeah, but then you see how he how after the match he threatened to break Ten's arm if Brody didn't come out. And then what did Brody do? He said he's he's gonna do Moxley a favor and just leave. So he left Ten in there, and Moxley broke his arm anyway. Well, well yeah, and and but but that would see that that angle was more important than the actual match because it really it really showed what kind of quote unquote leader. Uh, Brody Lee is so. Oh, um, Brody um, you know, what we've been saying like about how he's his whole character, like, is like trying taking like stupid uh shots at Vince McMahon and stuff. Yeah, apparently, he was he did an, an entry where he said, um, <laughs> oh, gee, ladies and gentlemen, a bumper just went off. What's going on? <laughs> okay, so, um, now. I read where he did an interview, and in the interview, he was asked about these vignettes. There you go. Yeah, I'm back. Say again. Okay, so in the in the interview, he was asked about these uh, vignettes, like in like how there's people are supposedly saying like it's uh, him like parodying parodying Vince McMahon. And his response was, well, fans can take that any way they want, but really, it just comes from his love of um, mafia movies or mobster films. And that's well, where he, that's where he gets that. Well, I can see that, too, because it, it kind of looks like it. Um, but then, you know, fans, they, they come up with their own, like, conclusions. Well, you know, and I, uh, uh, and I think I think part of that is warranted, especially especially when he was um, mimicking the sneezing, kind of, kind of. Well, and and that's why my sneeze was well timed because I was going to bring up the the sneezing b- before I did it, but um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so when right. when every when every but when everybody knows that um. Vincent Man has an aversion to sneezing, and then of course that's brought up in the uh, in the promos and all that stuff. Um, then that's going to draw comparisons, and especially with him coming over from WWE, I mean fans are just looking for uh, things to compare. So that um, that was an easy layup. But you know, I can also I can also see where he's coming from because there is that that mafia. Um, you know, Godfather feel yep. to, to, to it in terms of uh, the leadership. Now, um, now it, it'll be for me the arm break angle with Ten um, is going to be very interesting because they kept uh, putting Ten over as uh, Brody's favorite. So, but yet um, 
you know, Brady. I don't know how I don't know how favorite is gonna be next week. Well, exactly. And <laughs> or whenever I, I, he comes back, because I mean, uh, if I if I'm ten, I'm gonna be like, what the hell? I'm I'm your favorite. You you appointed me the high knight, and then you just take off and leave me to get my arm broken by John Moxley. So yeah, that, so that was a that was an interesting little uh, little segment there. I I, I enjoyed that. Um, so. So, like I said, I don't think the match meant nearly as much as what happened after that. Okay. And apparently some people agree because you're getting messages saying what an awesome podcast we have. Yes, um, apparently. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Marco Stunt versus MJF. This I, was a throwaway match. I mean, yeah, this, one, I, this wasn't really needed. You know, and I just... I know, I know that as a smaller guy myself, I should, you know, I should be a fan, but I, I can't, I can't get behind Marco. I just, you know, he looks like. Now let me ask you: Do you, do you, do you, do you really think he's five three? No. I mean, you've seen me when I stand up; I look taller than him. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you're you're five two, but you look like a monster compared to him. Cause, <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I mean, but my point is, like, you, you have, you have definition. You have, yeah. you, you have muscle. You know, you look, you look like you work out. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Look at this guy. What, what is that? He's a kid. Uh, I know. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, um, it's very off-putting. It's like, it's like watching Riho in the ring. Okay, it's you like, know what? Right. I, I've came up with a name for Marco Stunt. What's so, that? Seeing this picture, he reminds me of Opie from the Andy Griffith show. I can see that. Absolutely. So, Opie, MGF defeats Opie in the second match of the AEW Go Home show. Yeah, and, and, like, and like you said, uh, you know, it, it, was just an, it was just an absolute throwaway match. Mm-hmm. You know, d- didn't care. Um, next up, we had. Um, Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix, and holy crap! I this match was really good. However, I thought that you're, you're 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 crossing over to the dark side, to the light side, aren't you? You're becoming an Orange Cassidy fan. Yeah, I mean, I the match was does really. That, does, good. That, does, that, does that mean next week you're gonna come on to the podcast and be all freshly squeezed? Um, well, I, well I, I'm, I'm not that fond of myself. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> with your cool glasses and your jeans, your jean jacket? No, I, I, I wear a leather jacket, bitch. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I, I, got, I got tattoos and, and uh, you know, I wear the leather jacket and backwards hats. Okay. That's my style, for God's sake. But um, but yeah, Orange Cassidy is really growing on me. But um, yeah, this was a good match. So the match was fantastic, but there was one um, one part of it that really pissed me off. Oh. Uh, because it was set up and executed so poorly. Oh. Um, okay. So so there was there was a spot where Ray Phoenix dives onto on to the outside. You know, onto a bunch of people. Well, n- nobody caught him, despite the fact that there were four or five people there. 
and he landed so terribly with just like a thud. And I, and apparently he got injured, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how that impacts um, his match. But if you go back and you take a look at this spot and you just, you hear the thud and you see his body just reflexively tighten up. Um, it, it was just, it was just a nasty looking thing. And it, it made me absolutely wince. Um, so I just, um, I just didn't like it. Uh, but, um, it, it, it's, it, it was, uh, it was just one of those things that kind of, uh, just threw me off the rest of the match, e even though, the, uh, even though the match itself was very, very good. Um, okay. Okay. So match number four, right off the bat has to be my low point. I don't, I don't understand what they're doing with, with the women's division. It is a consistent uh, eyesore and blaring weak point on uh, the weekly AEW broadcast. I what in you the hell? Think, you don't think Britt Baker is doing it as a heel? Well, uh, well, I like the character, although yeah. she might be she might be out for a while after Nyla Rose came down on her fucking knee. Oh, did you see that? that she, she played that heel so well. Nella Rose was like choked her into the match, like uh, sent her in there because she refused to go in to tie in. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, it's just. Yeah. Holy crap. I yeah, mean, Nyla Rose. The, the execution of these matches, and Nyla Rose, I'm sorry, Nyla Rose is not good. Um, you know, Britt Baker is getting better, but she's not there yet. Chris Stanley um, is good. Come on. Well, I mean, I I, I can deal with uh, with Chris Statlander, absolutely. Um, and and uh, what about Hikushita? Except her promos are terrible. Oh my goodness, her promo for last week. <laughs> well, because okay, I've said this before, and, and it's it's not it's not meant to be racist it's meant to be realistic yeah when you have when you have a, a japanese performer or or any performer with with an accent but it it tends to be more uh, pronounced when we're dealing with japanese performers if they cannot speak english well it comes off so incredibly bad no, but she could speak last week, just that uh, her promo just wasn't very good. She needs someone like to speak for her because so, the, the delivery just wasn't good. Like, I understood her, everything she said. It just didn't come off good. Yeah, well, you know, but, so maybe I just have a harder time understanding those accents than you do, but... It's just, it's just for me. Like I literally, I, I, I just, I just love Oscar so screaming, especially when she uh, got the championship and started chopping around like a maniac. That was funny. Well, it, but but the only the only thing about that that I didn't like um, is just, it was just um, I think I think it made the women's championship look kind of poor, especially when you're jumping around like a jack in the box. But that was just, <laughs> but that was just me. Okay. Um, 
All right. So our uh, final match of the AEW show. Yes, it, this was um, this was Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. This was a preview of the uh, Stadium Stampede. Matt Hardy will, will be teaming up with the rest of the elite um, and taking on the Inner Circle. So um, now, I don't know if you heard this. Uh, Matt Hardy also did an interview. Apparently, we're going to see more layers to this character. Well, you know, and and to tell you the truth, I have um, I've really enjoyed the Broken Universe in AEW so far because oh. okay. I um I have you know uh, especially with um with Vanguard One, I was very pissed off when Vanguard One got beat by uh, by Wayne the Bat. Wayne, you mean Floyd? Or, Oh, was it what? Yeah, yeah, Floyd, oh, yeah. Floyd. They called the bat Floyd. Floyd, yes. Floyd. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, oh. I, I absolutely loved it. But I just, I was pissed off that Vanguard won. Um, and and I, I want to, I want to. Well, ladies and gentlemen, while, 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 while my co host is like marking out to Matt Hardy, I'm going to check my Lego cabinet and see if anything's missing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so no, this was a this was a very um, this was a very good match. I um, I actually I actually loved the way that uh, that Sammy sold the uh, t- twist of fate. Now, well, did you like uh, the end, like the the final segment where they were in the stadium? They had Kenny Omega. Uh, no, I didn't like that. Okay, good. So, yeah, uh, I didn't like that one either, that part either. Uh, no, because, you know, I and I understand that this part has to do with continuity, and for, and for that point, I give them props. I just, I just didn't like it. Um, you know, when, when they had, uh, when they had Adam Hangman Page run the entire lines of the stadium for that, um, clothesline and then you know at the end he's walking away when when everybody else is doing the poses um you know i mean that's that's fine but i'm so confused are you gonna turn heel or are you gonna stay face or what i don't understand but i just yeah i'm i'm not there yet but at least from my continuity standpoint it made sense um but but here's and here's the other thing that I don't like. So, um, so one of the one of the Jackson brothers, I believe it, I believe it was it was Matt. Um, he hit a cross body off of one of the um, off of one of the parts on on the stadium, and um, he hurt his ribs. And I just I, I think when you're getting ready for a big pay-per-view and you haven't been uh, in in the ring or on TV because of the COVID nineteen thing, you know, and you're coming back to do your final setup for this big match, um, you know, I just I just don't think it's necessary to take those risks. So. Um, you know, and you could you could see that he was visibly in pain as they were going off the air. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how 
that injury plays into the match if it does at all because you know we had several injuries on the show we had um Ray you know, Phoenix. we had Ray Phoenix we had um Matt Jackson we had uh you know Britt Baker so and and um you know it's interesting because um Britt Baker's match is still um is still uh advertised for the show but um but I've I've heard um or seen via news reports that it's supposed to be a significant injury so um so oh, yeah. I, I don't think that that match will be taking place. But okay, so. so let me ask you, um, off of uh, the show, did you hear about the the dating stampede match? Like, where, how how it's gonna be? Um, no. Although I although I did see the picture for the setup of it, so. It's, yeah, apparently it's going to be a false count anywhere in a stadium match with the rings uh, set up on the 50-yard line. Well, I mean, it'll, I mean I, I've never seen a match like this, so it'll, it'll be interesting to, uh, to see how it comes off. I, I, um, I, I, I hope your $60 is well spent. <laughs> well, I, I, hope, I hope yours is too. Um, um. Well, it, Although I, it might, I, it might even be more expensive in Canada. I'm not sure, but um. Yeah, I'm not really sure how much it is up here. But overall, um, you know, I, I thought it was a, a decent show. Um, but I, I really, I really don't like the fact that everybody kicks out of finishers because it, it, um, it really decreases the value of finishers. Like I said, I can't get into Margot's stunt to to um to save my life. I love MJF. I can't wait to see what they do with his match. Um, I'm very I'm very curious to see um how the Stadium Stampede match comes off. Mm-hmm. Um. Overall, uh, overall, it was it was a solid show. It just wasn't what I was looking for uh, going into um, going into their biggest pay per view of the year. Now, grant now, granted, I understand that this is a very uh, different scenario compared to last year um, due to um, you know unforeseen factors, um, but um, but at at the same time. This just wasn't the go home show I, I was looking for. Okay. Um, so, uh, but with that being said, um, let's get into uh, the uh, double or nothing, um, double or nothing predictions, which right, we will. Here we go. So, um, do you you want to go uh, bottom to top? Um. Yeah, we can do that because they have these uh, matches totally out of order. Like all the important matches are scattered in between the the minor ones. Yeah. Okay. So we'll yeah we'll just go uh, bottom top. Um, okay. On the on the pre-show we have private party versus best friends. Who you mm-hmm. got? I'm going with best friends. Yeah, I I agree um, on that one, especially since we haven't seen private party. Um, uh, hardly at all, if it, if at all. I mean, they've been um, pushing the best friends uh, a lot lately. 
Yeah, especially with with Orange Cassidy. So I'm going to have to say best friend just based off of uh, TV time they've been getting lately. Uh, next up, we have a uh, we have a last minute addition to the pay per view in Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Yes, this was uh, set up on uh, Wednesday night. Oh, speaking of, we missed something on the the eight, uh, they go home show. Sean Spears Network. What'd you think? Um, I I liked it. It kind of it kind of yeah. it kind of reminded me of uh, Randy Orton's uh, news network when yep. he uh, yeah when he first came in. Um, you know, and uh, I like how they set that up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I I do have I do have uh, one complaint about it and. It's the same complaint that I always have when whenever anyone does it. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Can I take a guess? Yeah. This is the line about the swallowing pills. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Because it, it's, I mean, he's nine years sober, and you still have to bring that up. Like, yeah. C- come on, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't like that. Um, but. It it'll it'll make it for an interesting matchup. I I was a little bit surprised that they waited so long to set that up, but I guess Okay, so who do you have here? I have Dustin Rhodes. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with Sean Spears. Okay. Next um, match. What do you got next? Britt Baker versus Chris Satlander. Oh, oh, like, oh this hurts me. If it if it happens, cause like you said, it, you heard that uh, it might not because of her injury. But uh, if this happens, this makes me sad because I like them both. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I would just I I think uh, I think I think Baker needs it more based mm-hmm. on how they're how they're pushing her. So yeah, I'm going with Brett Baker. Sorry, sorry to- Chris. If she's able to go, which I doubt, I would have to choose Britt Baker for this one. Sorry, Chris. We love you. If you still listen, if you still listen to the show, we still love you. But sorry, you're gonna lose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, but, no, I know. I I agree with you. So. Um, okay. Yeah, next. You're never. You're never gonna hear me hate on Chris Statlander. No. Um. Next up, we have another women's match. Uh, this one's for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, uh, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. I think this might be in my bathroom break match. <laughs> um, who you got? I hate I hate to say this, but I'm going to have to go with Nyla Rose. Uh, well, and, and, and for the same reason, I also hate it as well. I'm just not sold on her. It has not. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I don't think she's a good wrestler. No, I I want her to do well, but she just she just uh, does the same thing week in and week out. She's not improving at all. Well, yeah, and, and she hasn't been on air, whereas Hikaru Shida has. But but given the fact that she's the champion and she's coming back. Um, for her first significant action, um, it, I I would have to say Nyla Rose strictly based on the fact that if if you're gonna go with her, she has to be reestablished. 
Okay. But, but from a wrestling standpoint, it just hurts me because Hikaru Shida is, so, is, is head and shoulders above her as a professional wrestler. Like, she's so much better. Uh, but uh, strictly based on presentation, I would have to go with Nyla Rose. Okay. Next, uh, next up, we have MJF versus Jungle Boy. <laughs> really? Do, do we even have to predict this one? <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, if, if MJF loses this match, I'm going ha- to have a riot. Uh, MGFs are gonna win. That's it. I mean, no. Yeah. Uh, do we really yeah. need to pick a winner in this match? We know who's gonna. Yeah. Get seriously. It. Seriously. MJF and there we go. Move on. So um, next up, I would I would assume this is gonna be on the pre-show as well because it's it's being billed as a casino ladder match. Oh yeah, I heard about this. That this might be on the brain as well. Yes. Um, so, uh, Darby Allen versus Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, uh, Scorpio Sky, uh, versus Kip Sabian versus Frankie Kazarian versus Luchasaurus versus a mystery competitor. And who do you think the mystery competitor is going to be? I, I don't know. Um, maybe, uh... Maybe Brian Cage. Brian um, Cage. Where do you get Brian Cage from? Well, because I've heard that um, I've heard that they're looking to bring him in. Oh, okay. Um, Speaking so, of, um, just uh, just unre- unrelated to this, but uh, I read that uh, Impact Wrestling just got a third hour. Oh God! Well, <laughs> I know, all right. I am. Um, I haven't been, I haven't No, just because, just because you brought up Brian Cage and, like, he was an impact. That's why. Yeah, yeah well, I I haven't watched Impact. I just, I, I can't bring myself to kick. <laughs> right. I, 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 I really, I really I can't. tried. I tried. And I tried for a long time. I really, I really did. I, I watched it consistently from, like, 2006 to like um, right after um, well actually to the point where they went on um, to where they left Destination America because that was that was the last channel that they were on that I had access to okay are they still on that uh, whatever the hell that new uh, new channel is um no, the, uh, no, they're not. On t- I don't think they're on TV on any capacity. Um, outside of um. What was that stupid channel? Well, we'll talk. We'll get there. We'll talk about that off air. I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, that was that was that was Twitch, but they that's not a TV channel. No, 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 not Twitch. There was an actual channel. I'll look that up. Uh, Oh the, oh, the Pursuit channel. but Pursuit, I, like, that's it. Mark. But that, I, that, 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 that's how good the channel is. We didn't even remember the name. <laughs> no, but I, but they're not on there anymore. And it was, it was so random because Pursuit's a hunting and fishing channel. What the fuck? 
what the fuck does Impact Wrestling have to do with hunting and fishing? Okay, but, so, um, but so anyway, come on, you go with Brian Cage. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a name that I that I've been hearing, and I'm gonna go with Drew Gulak. I would actually really like that because it pissed me off when he got released. Um, but um, okay, so now that, now that we've guessed our uh, mystery competitor, uh, who do you think uh, wins the match? Darby Allen. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to say uh, I'm gonna have to say Darby Allen as well. Okay. Um. Next up, we have the Stadium Stampede match. Oh. Uh, the Elite, along with Matt Hardy, taking on the Inner Circle. Who you got? I'm going with the Inner Circle. Uh, yep, I'm going with I'm going with the Inner Circle as well. It, it's amazing how similarly we, we think about professional wrestling. <laughs> I, uh, you know, because we, we we don't. We, it's not. It's not like we go over these cards ahead of time before oh. we go on the air. Like, yeah, ladies um, and gentlemen, we just uh, hit record and we we got right into this. We didn't talk about anything off air. Absolutely not. So uh, next up, we have uh, the. Finals of the TNT tournament and the crowning of a TNT champion uh, with Cody Cody Rhodes versus Lance Archer. With now, now let me let me ask you this: What do you think about Lance Archer the way he's been presented? Um, I I like Lance Archer. I um, no, I, I mean, like, do you think his presentation has been good since his debut? Uh. It's been hit and, hit and miss for me, but I, I, I've really enjoyed um, Jake Roberts' involvement in it, in it. I think, I think if he didn't have Jake Roberts, I, I would have been much less impacted by, um, by Lance Archer because I, uh, outside of his WWE and uh, TNA tenures, as um, as Vance Archer and his his uh, his WWE uh, run was terrible. Vance Archer, that was a, that's a terrible name. Yeah, and then of course um, he was um, Jimmy Rave. He, no, uh, wait. No, he was teamed up with with Jimmy Rave. Yeah, and, uh, no, no. What was his name? I can't remember his. Uh, Lance Hoyt. He went by. Oh, Lance Hoyt. Yeah, okay, Lance Hoyt. Um, that's right. Which is actually his real name, but um, but yeah, I um, I wasn't, I wasn't really uh, uh, a uh, Lance Hoyt guy. Um, so, and then and then he went to Japan for a long time, so I never I never really saw any of his work over there. Oh, uh, you should go check out some of his matches on NGPNGPW on that website. Yeah, I I should, um, but um. But I'll, I'll tell you what um, what really makes me think that Cody's going to take it, even though I think Lance could, could use it more. Okay. Um, so as soon as, as soon as they announced that Mike Tyson was going to be involved, you know, in presenting the, the TNT title, mm-hmm. um, and, and the fact that he has authority to do whatever he wants, involved in the match and he's going to obviously get involved um 
as soon as I heard that, I'm like, okay, well, they're going to give it to Cody. Okay. Because I, because I, I just don't see, um, uh, Mike Tyson acting as a heel in this scenario. And I don't anticipate, um, I don't anticipate him giving, giving the rub to a, to a villainous heel. Um, I think, I think Mike Tyson was brought in for the benefit of Cody Rhodes. Okay. Um, so so I, you're, you're going with Cody Rhodes, okay? Absolutely. Okay, just to be against you, I'm going to go with uh, Lance Archer. But, but hold on, so is it, is it just to go against me, or do you actually think... No, no, I, I, I'm because if... If uh, they don't, if uh, they don't give it to Lance Archer, then uh, this is um, his whole um, this whole experiment's uh, been uh, ter- terrible because uh, I didn't enjoy his debut. I really think uh, they should have run some vignettes before they brought him out for well, his debut. And and that that I agree with. Um, yeah. But uh, so yeah, it's it, it'll it'll be interesting, but. Um, so I, that that's the one match where where I'm actually the most invested in, and one and wanting to see what happens. Uh, next up, we have uh, the main event. The AEW World Championship is put on the line, where John Moxley attempts to, uh, who is the rightful champion, attempts to reclaim his belt from the possession. Of the Dark Order and Brody Lee, who you got in this? Not Brody Lee, it's Mister Brody Lee. Get it right. Oh, oh, my, my apologies. I'm so, I'm so he, sorry. If he, if he heard you, oh, you'd be in trouble right now. Oh, well, well, I would, <laughs> well, I, I would beam myself up the entire foot because I can do that in my chair. I might get right in his face and and have something to say. Okay. So I, no, no, I, I, I don't, I don't back down from, from that kind of crap. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not Now, granted, yes, I could probably get knocked out because I can't really defend myself. But I'm, I'm just, I'm not one to back down from, from that kind of stuff and just be bullied and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So uh, anyway, oh, did you make your pick or? No. No, but we're we're getting into that. Oh, yeah. So okay. I would have I would have to say John Moxley because he um because this coronavirus really derailed the momentum of um of his uh his title run um you know because he won it and then like a week later this thing started so he never yep. even he never even got to be on like regular TV. Yep. Um, as the champion, so for that reason, I'm gonna have to go uh, John Moxley. Okay, I'm gonna go with John Moxley as well. Okie doke. Uh, All right, uh, fans, that was our uh, predictions for tomorrow night's AEW Double or Nothing. Um, and because uh, we will both be watching that pay per view, we will be doing an earlier show. Yes, we our our regular show will come at you um, t- tomorrow at at three o'clock, and um, we will make an effort to have both of these shows 
um, uploaded and ready to go as soon as possible. Um, so, so um, the uh, the pay per view coverage will will be available um, as soon as possible. So, um, but with that being said, um, that that will end our show. And I, I for one, have faith that we will enjoy this show uh, much more than uh, than WrestleMania Thirty Six. Oh my God! Yes, that was painful. WrestleMania Thirty Six. Well, it, it was embar- it was an embarrassment to the to the history and to the name of of WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, that that should never have even happened. Um, but um, but just based on how um, AEW has presented these no crowd shows, so much better than WWE's offerings. Yeah, uh, because they've had people in the crowd. <laughs> Well, and, and honestly, it's more than that, I think, because they put more effort into their production and yeah. their matches and yeah, yeah. their entertainment value. So yeah. um, for all of those factors, I have a lot more faith in AEW's ability to put on a compelling pay-per-view during this time. Vince just wants money. Are you surprised? Nope. I'm just, I'm just saying, Vince just wants money. That's, uh, that's all he's worried about. Yeah, well, it's, it's hard to argue with that. Yep. So, um, so before we get off the air here, let me uh, run down a preview of what we have um, scheduled for tomorrow's show. All right. In, in addition to our weekly coverage, which will, in, which will encompass. Uh, Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. Oh, we're gonna uh, do Friday Night SmackDown this week. Well, yeah, since it's since it's on Saturday, I think we have to. All right. Um, and then, NXT. Yeah, we'll do uh, NXT as well, and then um, and then we have our uh, our themes. We're gonna pick out our our favorite and least favorite themes. Uh, for you, but we're, I think we're, we're, what do you want to do? A top five list? I know, see the top five. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a top and bottom five um, for for those. Okay. I was thinking, and then um, then of of course um, we will also be uh, talking about the um, Owen Hart Dark Side of the Ring and our uh, reaction to that. As I was telling you off the air, I also watched the um, the Raw tribute show from the the uh, next evening. So that was yep. that was emotionally painful to deal with. I can assure you. Um, and then uh, last but certainly not least, we will have our review of part two of the Undertaker's Last Ride. Um, yes, and uh, with that being said. I hope you I hope you do enjoy the the pay per view if you are getting it, and uh, but if if you are unable to because of present times, have no worries because we ha- we will have everything you need and so much more, right back here tomorrow on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. And one time before we go off the air. Oh, <laughs> you're a, you're a nerd. Turn, 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 turn the recording. All on. right, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk to you all tomorrow.